Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and you're listening to episode 69 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 69 is entitled Artful Vulnerability in Conversation. I feel that uh, much like many of the topics we discuss on tools, um, there are certain things that we learned from our family systems. Some were wonderful, some not so much so, and some of the areas that we probably need some extra distinctions, some extra support in are things like having genuinely vulnerable conversations, managing conflict, managing differences. And so this episode is looking at some of the elements that can support us when we are looking to share parts of our precious self with another human being um, in a way that doesn't end up blowing up in our face. I'm sure we've all had experience, conversational experiences where we've been vulnerable or raw or anxious and we've gone to share those concerns with somebody else and found that we've come away from that conversation actually feeling worse. And that can be two elements playing out there, our side of the conversation um, but but also um, the other person's side of the conversation too. So there's certain um, frameworks, I think, um, that might help us to be able to be more vulnerable, to have better quality connections. Um, and what that means is we need to be, um, to a degree, somewhat strategic. Um there's this idea sometimes that authenticity, I'm just going to speak from the heart, I'm not going to prepare anything, um, you know, I'm just telling it as it is. Um, these kinds of ideas sometimes um, are okay and other times can really get in the way of effective uh, communication. And when we're kind of shooting from the hip and we're sharing too much, too quickly, too intensely, the intention might have been to bring us closer to another human being, but actually what we find is the uh, effect is very, very different. We actually end up driving a wedge between one another. So there needs to be um, at certain times some consideration for how specifically are we going to share with another human being. Um, so one of those elements is, you know, you know what's the, firstly, what's my intention for sharing? Um, so that I'm clear on what my needs, my focus, and my, um, you know, what am I intending by this? Am I just wanting, am I wanting advice? Am I wanting um, just somebody to validate me? Am I just wanting to express? Am I just wanting to be heard? What's my intention um, behind sharing um, this information with somebody else? That sometimes helps to clarify direction for us um, as to the purpose of, uh, of the conversation. 
Um, so that's the first element, you know, what's my intention? The next one is, you know, who, who do I tell? Um, sometimes some of us, and I've certainly dealt with people who, due to their family system experiences, um, they tend to show vulnerability and share with people who really have no skill or ability to actually support them in that. And, and ironically, um, lack the discernment around who is a supportive, non-shaming person, who is someone who's effective to share this with, rather than somebody who you go, no, the sharing needs to be quite minimal. This is not somebody who could be emotionally present with me. Um, so we're looking at who it is, who are we sharing with? Um, is one of the things that we're considering. Are, are we sharing with people? You know, we, we, people, when we share, there needs to be a, a consistently a track record of trust and of boundaries, you know, that we're sharing with people who aren't then going and sharing with others our personal stuff. They're people that are trustworthy. They're people that are non-shaming. They're people that can be present with us. Um, they're not rushing to try to provide us with a solution because they can't sit in their own pain and discomfort and they don't like being around people who who are in pain and discomfort. So they're rushing to minimize your experience. Oh, don't be silly. That's, that's a, you know, you're completely overreacting. Ah, you just need to get over it and move on. Um, you know, oh, we, we can't have any negative feelings. You've just got to get into a positive space. What, what, whatever kind of, um, uh, advice that might not have been asked for um, or, or that, you know, the, the timing of that advice is not right. But what ends up happening is it, you know, they rush into rescuer mode and it ends up leaving us feeling a bit empty and jarred and unacknowledged or frustrated as a result of, of someone going into premature rescue mode um, and denying us the opportunity to, uh, you know, explore this for ourselves or, you know, what I'm after from you is is just for you to hold space while I talk about this. I explore it a little bit and come to my own understanding, deeper understanding, and and find my own inner resources that will help me to move through and past these experiences in, in a way that makes me a stronger person. Um, so we've we've got to be a bit discerning about who who we pick to to share with, um, you know, and then we've got to decide, you know, how what are we going to to, to share and how much um, because again sometimes in an effort to get something off our chest we just blurt everything out um, and um, it, it, it's too much too soon and and can be overwhelming for people or confronting for people um, and and sometimes there's that we, we overshare so there's a degree of discernment about how much am I going to share um, right now, you know, if needs be, we can share something and then we can come back and, and, and open the conversation up again. And that comes down to pacing, pacing ourselves, and also pacing the receiver of the message. You know, am, are, are they starting to get overwhelmed with how much I'm telling them? Are they starting to get uncomfortable with, with the, with the, uh, the raw details of, of what I'm delivering? So there's always, we, we, we're, we're making sure it's not just a, a, a reckless dump of, of emotion and data onto another human being, but there's a, you know, what, because again, that will actually end up going the other way. Um, unless we've framed that and we've got permission, look, what I need to do is just a big download. 
would you be okay to hold space for me? Um, and if needs be, if it gets a bit too much or we need a break, just let me know. Um, so we can do something as simple as that where we're just in, we can include the person in the process and invite them if needs be to invoke a, a, a boundary for themselves um, or to be able to have permission to call time out without feeling that they're not supporting us because sometimes, you know, we, we, we've got to share heavy stuff and people need a bit of time to digest and process that in order to be of best support and service to us. So we can be considering what to tell when and, and, and how much and then also when. What, what Sometimes when we're in a rush to offload, we're not picking our timing effectively. We're not registering, is the person I want to talk to in the right state of receptivity or do I have to request time and space to speak to them? I'm wondering if at some stage today, you and I might sit down and have a conversation for half an hour. There's some things I'd like to share with you. Um, because what tends to happen sometimes in, in a intense need to, to uh, free, self up, free self up or, you know, uh, create an intimacy, um, we're picking the completely wrong moment to kind of do that. You know, our, our partner's in shut, shut down and, and just wanting to chill out and relax and suddenly we rush in with a completely different um, emotional energy um, so we're, we're, we're mindful of, of where our partner is. We're asking for the opportunity to be heard. And if it's not now, then when can we create a moment for that? Um, so that, again, we're giving them the best chance to, to hear us. Um, and maybe in a work context, you know, we're trying to offload to colleagues or a boss, but we're not registering that they are completely flat out and overwhelmed with other things right now. So... You know, in order to be effective sometimes and create the maximal opportunity for, for intimacy and connection and validation, sometimes we just need to wait and, and, and pick our, our timing or create a space um, where we can flag it with another person. You know, I'm going to be talking about some things that are really uh, a bit heavy and, and, um, and, uh, uh, intimate uh, for me and and so I really want to make sure that that for both of us we're, we've found a time we can do that where you know we can put our energy and intention um, onto that without being distracted when when would you be free for that conversation you know so we're just we're creating um, timing rather than just leaping in um, and so these sort of elements are so important you know what's my intention um, around this conversation I, you know, I vetted who it is that I'm talking to, um, you know, and consistently people who have behaved, um, you know, in favourable ways towards me um, are the people that I'm picking. Um, they've demonstrated consistently trust and reliability and the ability to effectively be emotionally present for me um, over time. Um, you know, we've got a track record there. Um like I said, you know, what and what, what, how much am I going to share? What am I going to share? And are we creating, is this the best time for this conversation? And if we can ask some of those questions um, for, for ourselves and take those into consideration, I think getting desirable results out of conversations, you know, by being that little bit strategic, it actually optimizes the chance that we're going to get favorable responses, we're going to be heard, we're going to be validated and acknowledged and whatever 
whatever we require out of the conversation, we increase the likelihood of getting that. And what that means is we're going to grow in confidence. We're going to be even more comfortable to be, you know, to, to revisit vulnerability again. Because sometimes in our rush, or we pick the wrong person, um, or the, you know, it's, it's the right person but the wrong time for them, um, what that ends up doing is we go, oh, well, that just went down like a lead balloon. Fine, well, I'm not going to open up again. And, and it ends up pushing us further within ourselves. It ends up making it more difficult to be vulnerable again because we've rushed um, in, in, a, in a, you know, some sort of need to, to try to um, emotionally offload rather than be present with our emotions, not run from them, sit with them, digest them, create a, a good support mechanism around us, people who also um, aren't rushing to get us to resolution, but would rather us have learning um, and resource come out of these conversations. Um, and, and then, you know, from there, we, we, that's where we build the, these really wonderful platforms of, of meaningful connections, meaningful um, uh, collaborations, be that uh, romantic partnership or business partnership if we're putting these sorts of things um, in, into play. So I hope it's a little bit of a shorter episode today because I think there's already a lot to digest just in, in those, um, those sort of elements. But I really thought, you know, these are some great uh, pillars um, around, you know, promoting conversational success um, and being able to, you know, again, frameworks, you can, you can utilise these same frameworks if we're talking about potentially having to give someone feedback in business or conflict. Um, if we're taking these sort of pillars into those dynamics, I think that will really help to give a solid foundation to our conversations um, and if you want a kind of a great resource, um, I really love the work of Dr. Harriet Lerner. I think um, she's a uh, uh, quite a preeminent author in um, looking at, you know, emotional process, effective conversational dynamics. Um, and certainly some of the ideas from this are um, inspired by, um, she's got a, a broad range of wonderful books, um, but the dance of connection, I think, is a great one um, uh, of hers for looking at some of these, you know, how do we get the skills up to have these challenging conversations? Because if we can have conversations that are challenging, but they don't, um, we can do those from a platform of respect and presentness with each other, then we're only going to get better. We're only going to get stronger. And the more psychologically safe we feel, the more we can bring forward, uh, you know, the um, our amazing selves. So I think a little bit of strategy actually, you know, really aids authenticity um, and really aids us in bringing forward our most genuine self in the moment. Um, so, and I think that's what the world needs. I, I think we really need to create space to have safer conversations. Um, and what, what are the skills around that for which, you know, this is an element of... of uh, of that that I think is quite fundamental. So I hope you've enjoyed the episode today. Um, as usual, for those of you who've been following along since the beginning, profoundest gratitude. Thank you as always. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're just joining us, welcome. Um, if you want to support the show, go to uh, go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star 
review if you could please rating and review because it makes it easier for other people to find us and i really think some of these tools are super valuable um, i'm also available on stitcher podbean and other podcast mediums and there's also the youtube channel sean healy the relationship resourcing series where i'm also looking at some of these frameworks um, through obviously the medium of youtube as well as um, my passion and love for podcasting and then you're also welcome to visit the website, emergencetraining.com.au. I look at one-to-one -one consulting around relationship and business relationship dynamics. I run in-house trainings for companies and also public-based trainings. So um, I'm always delighted to hear from people, always up for an episode suggestion or two, um, because you know I, I really love doing uh, this kind of sharing. I think it's just really important. So I hope um, you've enjoyed the episode. Once again, thank you for listening and look forward to being with you next time. Till then, bye.